ready to be inspired and take action? Grab your list of goals and let's get down to business. Divinely Driven Results with Elise Smith. Divine Business Strategies for Real Results starts now. I am Elise Smith, your faith-based business coach, and you're tuned into Divinely Driven Results on Transformation Talk Radio, where you learn and implement divine strategies for real results in your business. All right, let's be honest. Do you have a compelling brand? <laughs> does your business have a compelling brand? And what does that even mean to have a compelling or a great brand? So what we're going to do today is we are actually going to use the framework of the Bible, the gospel, and Jesus Christ himself to build a powerful brand for your company to leave an incredible legacy, just like Jesus did. It is going to be incredible today. But what I want you to do is I want you to grab a piece of paper and a pen or whatever it is that you use to take notes because this is going to be one where you're going to want to pause it and write down your own thoughts because I'm going to ask you a lot of questions. Because the thing about coming up with a good brand is really following that intuition that you have. And these questions are going to help you to be able to do just that. So let's dive right in because you are going to absolutely love learning about how the Bible gives you an incredible framework for creating your brand. Whether or not you have your own company, whether you have an established brand already, and whether or not you have um, a brand that you're using and you're representing for someone else. Um, it doesn't matter. You are your brand and you need to really own that and to think about your brand in a different way. So let's go ahead and start with the first question, which is, what is a brand, right? Um, so I've been doing a lot of research here and it says your brand is how you are perceived by the world. The image a company conveys and and it really speaks to the people in your company, your product and service, and the way that your customers or clients will be treated. What kind of experience will they receive while working with you? Now, your brand encompasses so much. One, it's your message. What message are you trying to send out to the world with your brand, with your marketing, with your product or your service? What is the feel of your business? How are others feeling as they interact with you and those who represent your brand? How are you dressing to represent your brand? You are the face of your brand. So are you matching that? How do you hold yourself when you walk into a room? Um, what do you say? And it's the messages and the posts that come from your business, the pictures that you choose to use, the products and services that you offer, your values, your vision, your mission, your uniqueness, and really the journey that you bring your audience on. Now, I know that seems like a lot, but in reality, that's what your brand is. It's a whole combination of how others feel as they're interacting with you and your brand. So um, that's some of the ideas that we're going to be talking about here today. And what I want to start out with first is your message. What is the core message of your brand? What's that thing that you want everyone to feel or to experience or to see or to think about as they're interacting with you? You know, I think about Christ in the Bible and he had one 
clear call to action. And all other calls to action led to this one. And I'll give you kind of a hint of what I'm talking about here, because I'm sure that there's a lot of different things that Christ stood for, but to me, it all boils down to one word. So think about um, be ye fishers of men, right? Um, think about thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy soul, and with all thy mind. This is the first great commandment, and the second is like unto it. Thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. And there's so many other scriptures. There's scriptures about forgiveness and about service. But to me, Christ, Christ's main message and what he really stood for is love, right? It can all be boiled down to one word, which is love. Love that he showed for other people. Love that we should show for other people. Love that he and God have for us and that we should have for them. Love that we should have for ourselves. And everything that he taught was all about his main message of love. So what is your main message? What's that message that God has given you to be able to use this incredible vehicle of your business to get out to the world? I will tell you, my main message is a little bit long, <laughs> so I'd encourage you to keep it short, <laughs> but I've tried different variations of my main message and it always boils down to this. Um, as you know, I empower women entrepreneurs to be able to achieve their sales goals by partnering with God, but it's even more than that. The main message that I want people to get is that I empower you to understand and remember who you are as a daughter of God so that you can tap into that power using tools like business meetings with God and partnering with him and all these business tools that we're talking about, but tapping into the power that you are a daughter of God so that you can fulfill your soul purpose. That's what it all boils down to for me. I want you to remember who you are as a daughter of God so you can tap into that power and fulfill your soul purpose. So think about what is your main message. It can boil down to one word, one sentence, one paragraph. That is completely between you and God. But you want to have that main message in everything that you do just so that you have that consistency. So speaking of having that main message, let's talk about different ways that you can get that main message out to the world. And that is what you are going to be known for, your brand, right? Um, so it's so incredible because I, I love reading the Bible because there's so many different stories in it, right? Or parables that related to the people at the time. And it creates that engagement, that interest, that connection, and it makes your brand memorable when you have your stories that you tell. When you not only just talk about a problem that someone is experiencing and how your product or service is the solution, but how you can paint a story that is going to help them to see that. <laughs> now, your brand story may be your why. It may be why you got started in the business that you started with. Um, maybe you have a four-year-old son who has terrible eczema and you found or created this lotion that helped him to not feel so self-conscious when he went to preschool, right? Maybe that's your brand story. Or maybe your brand story has to do with all of the different people that you've been able to help so far and the joy that you feel from that and that purpose that you have. Maybe your brand story is a funny 
one. Maybe it's inspiring. Whatever that is, think about your main message and then think about the story that you can tell that goes with that message because that's going to create that interest, that connection. When we hear stories, our brain actually takes a different route where we're used to just facts and figures and advertisements and things like that that just kind of go over our heads sometimes because we don't take it in. But a story we connect to and we take in and we remember it. So think about how you can use, just like the Bible does, parables and stories to teach what you are trying to teach other people, to inspire them, to move them to action. Because that's what we want to do, is use those stories to paint that picture more vividly to take them to the next level. So we talked about your core main message, storytelling. Um, let's dive into the Ten Commandments. <laughs> now, when I first thought of this, I was like, okay, are we talked about like a, a rule book that we would have for our brand? Or, you know, what does that look like when you try to compare the Ten Commandments to your brand? And really what the Ten Commandments are, are values right? That's what they all boil down to. Um, and it's amazing. Oftentimes people convert to uh, a church or the gospel because they believe in and connect with those values. They say, hey, I believe that we shall not kill and that we shouldn't um, commit adultery and these different things. And we say, ooh, that connects with me. So what are your values? What do you want your company and your brand to stand for? What I encourage you to do is take out your piece of paper and pen if you haven't already and write down even just a couple of values that are important to you, whether that be family, freedom, individuality, whether that be, um, you know, the uh, ability to uh, pursue what you want to pursue, whether that be God, you know, it doesn't matter. These are your values. These are the things that you hold true and that you're going to stand up for. So when other people see those values like honesty and integrity and transparency in your brand, then they're going to be attracted and you're going to attract those types of people who value those values too. <laughs> um, and, you know, you think about Apple. Apple is a perfect example of this. Um, they stand for freedom, innovation, and really just standing out and breaking the mold. And you can see it in their advertisements. You can see it in the way that they release their products. There's so many different things that they use in their brand and use throughout their branding to be able to be known for stepping outside the norm and having that freedom and innovation. So come up with even just three, but I'd encourage you to come up with your 10 commandments, your 10 values that you want your brand to be known for and to attract other people like that too. All right. So speaking of what to be known for, think about um, five words that you would use to describe the Bible. You know, maybe you think of the word love or understanding or forgiveness or teaching or I mean, there's so many different ways that you could describe the Bible or the gospel or even Jesus Christ. But when we want to be known for something, we want to be able to stand out from the crowd. So what are the five words that you want people to describe your brand as? Not five words that you're going to describe your brand as, but five words that you want others to describe your brand as. 
you know, just like we talked about, maybe those have anything to do with your values. Um, maybe it's a feeling that you want people to have when they see your brand. You know, when people hop onto your website, what does that feel like to them? Is it cold and dark? Is it bright and happy? Is it neutral? You know, there's different colors that you can use and logos and fonts and everything under the sun <laughs> to be able to evoke those types of emotions. And in fact, I want you to get on Facebook and I want you to type in Faithful Ladypreneurs. So that's F-A-I-T-H-F-U-L, <laughs> Faithful Ladypreneurs, L-A-D-Y-P-R-E-N-E-U-R-S. And I want you to find Faithful Ladypreneurs and come join this free Facebook group. It's private, so you've got to answer a couple questions to get in. But I want you to come join us because what we're going to do this week, um, meaning the week of February 17th, yes, um, is that we are going to give you an opportunity to see how your brand is perceived. Because sometimes we think we're being perceived in a specific way, and it's kind of eye-opening to realize that maybe we aren't. Maybe our colors or our branding is coming off in a different way than we expect. So what we're going to do is watch for a post in Faithful Ladypreneurs this week um, where we're going to tell you to post or comment um, with your brand, whether that's your website, your business card, um, whether that's an email that you've created or a header or whatever that is, whatever you your brand is. We want to give you feedback on it. So the ladies in this group who are all Christian based and faithful ladypreneurs um, that are on this women entrepreneurial journey with you, um, they're going to give you five words that are going to tell you what kind of emotions they experience when they go to your website or see your brand. So make sure you join Faithful Ladypreneurs on Facebook so that you can come participate with us because I think it's going to be really eye-opening for you to see that. All right, um, let's see. We're going to go ahead and take a quick break here. And when we return, we're going to talk about how you can use your brand to really leave that lasting legacy, just like the Bible has for so many people. So thanks so much for watching and come back here in just a couple minutes and we will be right back. Wow. Hey, everyone. Welcome. Uh, welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. I'm telling you, I got to pinch myself some days because when each of us gets called to do something that we so not thought was in our real house to do for a purpose that's so much greater than us, we get to show up and shine. If you would like to show up and shine on the Dr. Pat Show as a co-host or sponsor, send us an email to inspire at the drpatshow.com. Welcome back, ladypreneurs. So before the break, we've been talking about how to use the framework of the Bible and the gospel in order to create a compelling, powerful brand that's going to help you to fulfill your soul purpose and leave a lasting legacy. So um, we've talked a little bit about this framework already, and I want to continue going there. And then we're going to look at your brand and see what we can do to really amp it up. Not make massive changes to your brand, but little tweaks that you can identify and make changes in so that it becomes closer and closer to the brand that you want to have. Because Satan is definitely going to start screaming in your ear. That inner dream stealer voice is going to come out of saying, oh, I need to scratch my whole brand and start all over. Don't do it. Just take it one step at a time, line upon line, so that you can get to where you want to go. 
So let's move right into this framework. So think about with the Bible um, and the gospel in general, how many marketing methods or distribution channels there are. I know that's really a strange way to look at it, right? But, <laughs> but there's hymns and there's scriptures and there's social media posts. Um, short messages, personal connections that people have found ways to connect with the Bible and the gospel. There's stories, there's art and visual aids, there's talks and sermons and live videos, testimonies. There's so many different touch points and they all lead to the gospel of of Christ. And so we want to think about what are the touch points in your business? Where are people interacting with you? Because the person who is really drawn to visual art and stories are maybe completely different than those people who are drawn to hymns. And so you want to be able to really expand and have multiple touch points for your business. So maybe people are going to find you more on Facebook over Instagram, right? Um, or maybe that people want to hear a blog from you or a vlog or a podcast. You know, think about all of the distribution channels that you have to get your message out there, to get your product and service out there, and to be known for this in your industry so that you can better serve them by having them as your client or customer. I thought that was so interesting, is all those different types of ways that um, the gospel gets out there. I always thought it was just the Bible, um, but uh, you can use that with your business as well. All right. And when you are using these multiple distribution channels, um, thinking about that divine client or customer that you have, you know, it's really speaking to that audience. Think about, you know, just, just imagine for just a moment where you are sitting on that mount with Christ. You're in that moment of the Sermon on the Mount, and he is talking to you as if he is just one-on-one -on -one with you. Isn't that incredible? He's talking to all these people, but you feel like he is talking directly to you, and you don't have to actually be on that mount to feel that. You feel it just through those writings. Well, he's speaking to his audience. You know, he's making it so obvious that you are the one that I am talking to. But in order for you to be able to talk directly to your divine client or customer, you need to know them. You need to love them. You need to understand them. Understand what they're really going through, what their real problems are, and what kind of solutions they're really looking for. Even understanding the words that they use so that you can use those words and relate to them. Um, now, taking it from Sermon on the Mount to business, um, think about the word money. How many different ways are there to say the word money? There's money, dough, revenue, sales. I mean, there's some profit. There's so many different ways to, um, you know, Cha-ching, I think is one people use. Um, there's so many different ways to say the word money. And if you are working with someone who uses the word dough compared to the word sales or revenue, those are completely different people. So what I want you to think about is what are some words in your industry that um, you want to be able to connect with people on? So uh, money is a perfect example of that. 
So I empower women entrepreneurs to reach their sales goals. I used to say revenue, but I was getting a different type of audience than what I was looking for. Sales is more relatable, right? Um, and so think about words in your industry. I want you to come up with five or 10 different words. And, and I want you to think about what are the ways that your audience, your divine client or customer, actually says those words. Did they use the word money or do they use the word dough, right? Um, do they use the word clean or do they use the word spotless? You know, whatever that looks like for you and your industry and your business. But once you start speaking their language, you build that instant connection. And that is exactly what Christ did, is that he had, he has a message and he has a mission. And the only way you can fulfill your mission and get your message out there is to connect with people and all these things in your brand and these changes and these things that I want you to think about with your brand all of that is leading to connecting with others your divine client or customer so that you can help them further with your product or service isn't that amazing I love when we look at the scriptures and we apply it to our lives and our business so that we can gain that power that we were just talking about, that power that God has for us to tap into at any time because we are daughters of God. Okay, um, next part here is <laughs> on a scale of one to 10, how bold are you with standing up for what you believe in? You're probably thinking, what in the world does that have anything to do with my brand, right? Well, think about the Bible. They don't beat around the bush about ideas and philosophies and principles. The apostles, the prophets, Christ himself own those principles and declare them boldly. And you should too, because you've been given that message that is meant to be out in the world through your brand, through your product or service, through who you are as a daughter of God. So how can you share your message boldly to own it, to be un unapologetically you? Don't be afraid to stand up for what you believe in. The Bible and its teachings were so far from what the people believed in at the time. They had the law of Moses, and it was literally, you cannot take more than X amount of steps on, on the Sabbath day, right? And then Jesus came along, and he taught this concept of the spirit of the law versus the letter of the law. If your message is different than the world's, that's okay. In fact, that will be to your advantage because you'll be able to stand out from the world. But the fact of the matter is, is that you are building the Lord's business not the world's business. And in that, you're going to be unique and you are going to stand out. And you are going to stand out from your competitors and be more memorable than all those other people who don't stand up for what they believe in. So what can you do to incorporate that into your brand? Maybe it comes back to your values. What are those values and how can you proudly own them and show them? Um, oh my heavens, there are so many different things that uh, we're not going to be able to get to on this one. Um, but we are going to talk about this in our mastermind. So if you're interested, you know, just shoot me a message. Um, but what we're going to go on to next is how we can take all of these different types of principles that we've learned about branding from the gospel and really bring it into your brand. And so think about your brand. Do you have a website right now? 
Do you have brochures? Do you have business cards or flyers? Do you have a template that you use with your email? You know, we talked about it's even how you personally are showing up even if it's at a networking event or Walmart, <laughs> that you are your brand. Um, and think about your divine client or customer. You know, do they like short or long copy? Do they want professional or more fun kind of copy or text? Do they really like pictures or is it really just all text that they want? I want you to just review your brand, your website, your brochures, your business cards, your flyers, your emails, whatever it is that you have your brand on. Um, it could even be banners that are physically put up, whatever that looks like for you. Review the words that you have in your copy and review the colors that you're using. Review all of that and see how it makes you feel and how it makes other people feel. Ask other people and say, you know, what are the first five feelings that you feel when you are on my website? Um, because it's really interesting. I was doing some color psychology and there's this website called uh, Oberlo. Oh my heavens, I'm just gonna spell it for you because I'm not sure how to say it. <laughs> it's O-B, like B as in boy, O-B-E-R-L-O.com. And if you type in Oberlo, color psychology, you will get an incredible list of what all the different colors mean. And um, as we're going through this, you know, I'm going to just give you a quick synopsis of some of these colors here. Even if your brand is not this color or listen for your brand, but think about what kind of colors you can use in your brand to be able to excite these kinds of um, emotions. Um, so one is red. Excitement, passion, energy, action. It's the most intense color um, and it encourages appetite. So Coca-Cola uses it and YouTube also uses it for that action that they want you to push that play button, right? Um, and I'm sure you can think of um, red situations or feelings in the Bible, right? Because um, there's the positive side of things, but then it also can mean like danger or... Um, or any kind of strong emotion, uh, like passion, right? Um, so you may think about that for how you maybe want to sparingly use red in your branding. Orange is all about creativity, adventure, enthusiasm, success, balance, and fun. Yellow revolves around the sun, so evokes feelings of happiness, positivity, optimism, summer, a carefree lifestyle. Um, pink is femininity, right? Playfulness. Um, it can mean immaturity, so like maybe um, with little girls' toys or something like that, um, but there's also unconditional love in there too. Green is connected to nature and money. Um, man, there's so many of these. Blue is connected to harmony and peace and calm and trust. If you want your one of your brand values to be trust, maybe you should have a blue logo or um, somewhere on your website that there's a blue page or whatever that looks like for you. Purple is royal, noble, luxury, wisdom. White showcases innocence, goodness, cleanliness, and humility. You know, we think and we know in the scriptures it talks about Christ appearing in white. And that is exactly what that stands for, is that innocence, that goodness, that cleanliness, that humility, and, and it really is that divine light, right? Um, gray and brown and oh, there's, uh, there's so many. So go to oberlo.com with color psychology. But the truth of the matter is, as we've talked about all these different things, 
I don't want you to get overwhelmed and neither does God because if you get overwhelmed, you won't take action. So just take a couple of these ideas that we've talked about here today and act on them. Check the copy of your website, check the colors, play around with it and see and take it to the Lord because he knows what is best for your business. Um, and you don't have to do it alone. And speaking of not having to do it alone, I'm going to give you guys an incredible offer today. Um, I don't do this very often, so you'll want to act on it really quickly. Um, but as I was preparing for this, I thought, you know, I just want to, I just want to help. I just want to help them. Um, and these are great ideas here. But if you need more individual help with your branding or with moving the needle on your sales, um, whatever it looks like for you to partner with God in business, um, whether that's trying to hit your sales goals or creating a stronger branding or marketing or, you know, whatever that looks like for you, I want to offer you a free 30 minute strategy session with you and I, where we are going to get down to the bottom of what's holding you back just in that 30 minutes, and we are going to give you three steps that you can take right now to start seeing more results in your business. So you ready to know how to get this free session with me? Just go to divinelydrivenresults.com, and on that front page, it'll say, let's get started and book some time with me today. Slots are going fast, so go ahead and do it and hop on there and really think about your brand here today. Thanks so much for watching, and we will catch you next time. Thanks, ladies. Thanks for listening to Divinely Driven Results with Elise Smith on TransformationTalkRadio.com. We all have a voice of self-doubt in our heads, that jealous inner dream stealer. Tune in every week as Elise Smith coaches listeners on how to overpower doubt by building belief in who you are and what you want to achieve. Let go of that dream stealer telling you no and dive into expansive potential. It's not just you. Your business needs divine inspiration and action too. Join in next week as we dig deep into what drives us to pursue success while empowering your mindset and setting strategies that work for who you are and your uniquely busy life. Experience the power of divine inspiration and practical guidance from a faith-based business coach. Learn more by visiting www.divinelydrivenresults.com.